thanks for tuning in. This is Conversations with Breezy. Let's have a chat. I am your host, Steffi Breezy. Thank you for tuning in. This episode is about over a week late, and I have honestly no excuse to why it's not up. Um, I was actually, I think, more insecure about putting the episode out um, and the feedback I may or may not receive, which is a personal thing, but that's neither here nor there. So here is the insecure episode. Um, I recorded it on Facebook Live, so you might hear me talking to some of my Facebook Live um, comrades. Um, feel free to um, share feedback with me via email, as well as like the Instagram page, Conversations with Breezy, and all of the additional social media tags are um, played at the end of this episode. Here is the episode, Insecure. There we go. So, again, like I said, this weekend, all I did was basically work. Um, and it's in preparation because I have a photo shoot coming up for my business. And I'm really excited because I'm taking another leap of faith and not caring about like how this whole photo shoot really turns out. So, I really am excited about this photo shoot. I can't wait to share with y'all because it's going to be so dope. I'm glad I get to choose people who really, really are into my brand and really into my um, my business and who, you know, who love me and who care about me enough to, to be there and support me. Hey, Shayla, girl, I'll see you this weekend. Damn. Okay. Yes, all we do is work. Literally, all I did is work. Um, it's time to take these down. If you are watching the Facebook Live video, these got to come down. They got to go. I'm tired of them already. They sliding, all of that. Hey, Jacqueline girl. Um, but yeah, so literally all I did this weekend was work. Um, I did do some hair this weekend and caught up with a friend and actually we had such me, um, and my friend had like a really great conversation. Um, we ended up, ended up doing our hair and then like watching Insecure. So that's what this episode is supposed to be about. Insecure. Um, and actually insecurities with an S. Um, and the reason why I'm talking about it and calling it insecurities is because if you ever if you've never seen the show Insecure, so if you've never seen it, I'm gonna give you some spoilers. So you might not want to watch this entire video, but um, I'll give you a synopsis of it really quickly. Um, Insecure is about a girl who um, has different insecurities in her life about different things. So about her job, about her financial status, about her relationship. Um, who on here has seen Insecure so I can like bypass a lot of the good stuff so people who haven't watched it won't get spoilers. If you haven't, put a heart. If you have, put a thumbs up because then you'll understand. Um, but Insecure is like one of my favorite shows. Um, the, the character... Is Issa Rae, um, which is actually her real name. If you've never seen any of her other work, she has uh, another thing called um, The Misadventures of an Awkward Black Girl, Bomb. Um, hence why my series, this series of my podcast is called The, Mis the Misadventures of Adulthood. It's because, like, literally you go through all these different things and, yeah, you end up, like, uh, looking like, dang, why did I go through this? Kennedy, you haven't seen Insecure? Oh my gosh. 
I need to have a girls' night with some wine, hookah, food, and we. Ha- I mean, binging it is not hard. Each episode is like thirty minutes long, but it's so good from season one to season three. They're actually working on season four right now, and I'm so excited. I can't wait for it to come out. So, if you haven't seen Insecure, if you have HBO Go, if you have HBO, watch it. Um, so the synopsis of it, I'm going to give some spoilers away. So like, if you watch it, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Forgive me. Okay. So spoilers. Um, Issa is with Lawrence. Um, oh, so then you put a heart though, Kennedy. If you put a heart, that means you haven't seen it. You put a heart. If you haven't seen it, put a thumbs up if you have, but no. So, um, so Issa is with her guy, Lawrence. Um, she cheats on Lawrence. Um, then Lawrence leaves her. Um, it's crazy because the insecurity in that whole season was like really blatant and really um, straight to the point. So it's really interesting to watch that season like unfold. Season two was like the same thing. Season three, um, which is the one I really want to base this insecure episode off of and um season three had a lot more to do with um her making up her mind on what she wants to do in life um I really related to her in season three now this is not my first time seeing insecure it's like probably like my third or fourth yes the entire season but it related to in the sense of um she tried like different things. Like she quit her job because she was not feeling feeling fulfilled. She um, what else did she do? She um, met a guy, and the guy she met in season three with his little fine self. First off, little light skin. Mhm, mhm. Little little light skin. Don't know his real name, but he fine. Um, but his little light skin self ghosted her. Um, and I want to say in the last, um, year of my life, I've had a ghoster who ghosted me and, and what the, the insecurity about that is like, damn, like, why did they ghost me? And she went through like the episode of her, like playing everything in her head was legit something I went through. I was like, no, am I, am I this? That's so much. No, nah, I, I touched my life. I did this. I did that. I did this. I did that. I'm like, dang, why is it like all her thoughts is literally everything I've thought of. In life. Like, if you haven't seen Insecure, you got to see that. That episode was like, she went crazy for a dude who she barely knew, who she messed with like one time and was like, oh, I'm in love. I mean, I wasn't in love with whoever I was in love with, but you know, basically that episode was like so on point and to the point. Um, But yeah, it's a great show. It's a really great show. Um, And it basically is the basis of my episode today. Okay. Um, So, I did that this weekend. I talked about it, but now I got to get into my positive quote. Um, and my positive quote, I actually posted it on my other page already. Um, I don't know who said this, but hey, Josh, hey, Shatara. Um, basically, it says an inconsistent action is a consistent answer. And that's really interesting because we talk about how. You know, you have to make, have your actions match your words. Um, and people all the time want to know, like, you know, so what is it? What's what's the next step or what, you know, what do they mean? What are they saying? Their actions will tell you 
everything that they mean and say, especially in like relationships, all your actions will tell you everything they need to know. Um, I personally do not like inconsistent people. Um, if you, the minute I see that you're inconsistent in something, um, I kind of try to address it. And if you don't like reciprocate and understand that, you know, what you're doing is inconsistent and not aligning to what you have said, I no longer believe anything that comes out your mouth. Everything you say from that point on is, is null and void. And yeah, I just, I don't believe anything you say. Nothing, not a, not a thing, but I will watch what you do. And I'll watch what you do to the point that um, if I see flaws in certain things, I'll be like, hmm, well, why did you do that? Or, well, why did you do this? Or does this actually match up with what you're doing? And it can sometimes come across a little judgy. I don't want to be judgy and I'm not trying to be judgy. It's just, I'm now looking like, okay, you said one thing, but you're doing something totally different. Um, I try to also be that um, voice of reason with you, like literally like trying to figure out if, you know, is this why you're doing this? Is that why you're doing this? I, I even try to figure out if, you know, I try to put so much um, maybes into why you are doing what you're doing. But at the end of the day, it's literally inconsistent actions all the time. I'm trying to justify it. There you go. That's that's the word I really am looking for. I try to justify all your actions after something you've said. And we can't really do that because then you're holding this person to a different expectation in your life and they really don't want to be held to any type of expectation, accountability, or anything else, period, with you. So let's go and I'll dig into like my little personal self, okay? So I dated this guy and if he ever listens to this episode, he'll know it's about him. Promise you. As a matter of fact, a couple people will know it's about him. But anyways, I dated this guy and um, they said some things that really, um, how can I say it without like saying what they said? <laughs> uh, just basically they they said a lot of things that would kind of feel like would woo me. Um, they wanted to be the gentleman and the, you know, the person that would like, you know, kind of sweep me on my sweep me off my feet type thing. Um, me holding them to a certain expectation expected that from them. But then when it was all said and done, this person didn't line, their actions didn't align with anything they actually did. And then of course, based off like the the show Insecure, the person ghosted me, but I didn't know why. And for the longest, I couldn't figure out why. Um, and in my head, the insecurity that built up was I wasn't good enough for the person or Maybe I didn't do this enough, or maybe I didn't do that enough. And as women, we do this a lot. Um, insecure had some moments where the men had the insecurities, and it was really interesting to watch. Like um, Daniel in the show, Daniel, um, he was really insecure about his music. He was insecure about um, Issa, and it was so interesting to see like how his like how he like shriveled up. Um, um, and was insecure about certain things. And I've never seen, after watching it so many times, I've never seen a man like shrivel up like that and be insecure about something. It was really interesting to watch the third or fourth time I've seen it. Um, so in this moment, um, I'm, I, I question my worth 
knowing that I'm worth everything that is in my head, I say my affirmations, I speak to myself, I'm positive, I am the sugar honey iced tea, and then some with the bag of chips on the side, and a Sprite or ginger ale uh, soda to match, okay? And yes, I said soda and not pop, because I'm from the East Coast originally, and in Midwest secondary, okay? But <laughs> literally, legit, I literally know all these things about myself. Yeah, I was so insecure in the fact that this person goes to me and I had no freaking clue why. I'm I'm am I the only one who's ever felt like like that? Like am I the only one? And I know I'm not. And if you don't say nothing, I know you're lying. Like I know you're lying because we question everything about self-worth where it comes to not just like relationships, but even work. Unless you really cocky about what you do. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you really cocky about what you do, you're like, ah, oh, I got this. I can do that. And then you actually do it. You be like, no, nah, I don't think I got that. I wasn't insecure in going into it. But then the second time around, you're like, all right, let me take a little step back, you know, because I really didn't have this all the way put together, you know? Um, but I had so many insecurities about like why this person ghosted me, literally. Um, I didn't know why. Um it kind of broke me down for a bit, a minute. Actually, it took a lot out of me to even log on today, like to even do a podcast, to even record anything, because you get in these patches of not uh, uh, um, self, you know, like worthlessness, but self-doubt. Like, am I doing this for the right reasons? Am I worthy enough to keep doing this? Like, am I making the impact? And you do, and the thing is that what I'm, I'm trying to make sure I embed in my head is enjoy the moment. Um, although the person ghosted me, what I did take from that is that the experience of them was priceless. Um, they really kind of, you know, Help me see some things that I just never saw before. Um, we experienced certain things I'd never experienced before. Um, and it was really great. Did I was I mad at them? Hell yeah. Like, you're not gonna just like up and ghost me and then like just think everything's cool. It's not. And then I can't hold you accountable for your actions because you don't want to own up to anything you're you you've done. You don't want to um acknowledge that you were wrong. Um and then I don't want to keep like forcing you to feel like, hey, hey, um, you were wrong here. Like, you know, you did something wrong. Hello. And I, I can't do that. Who has time or patience or breath in anybody to even worry about that? Not this chick. Not now. Not at all. So that's what I have battled with a lot. And then insecurities actually play a lot into self self-esteem. So, for example, um, the self-esteemness, um, and yes, I just made up a word, with um, Insecure, Issa's self-esteem in the show is bomb. Like, when I mean high up on charge, uh, it's always bomb. Um, until somebody look at her like, girl, what you doing? And then, I mean, I'm like that too. Like, I literally, I, I related to her so much in this, in, in all of her shows. Literally, legit. I feel like I'm the goofy chick. Who comes around and the next thing you know, you're like, girl, that didn't make no sense. You'd be like, so what? Oh, well. And if you didn't like it, I, I shrivel up and be quiet for a second until I'm ready to turn up and party again. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, Insecure, the show itself, 
um, is one of my favorites. Uh, I really definitely suggest and highly suggest watching it um, and actually try to relate to it a lot more. Um, See where you fall in and insecurities and what could you do to best like get yourself out of that insecure mode, you know? Um, for me, I know I just have to make sure I value myself a hundred percent, like all the time, no wavering, like take self-doubt out of my mind all the time. And I know for sure that I'm not worthless. I know for sure that I'm not, um, incapable of love. Um, this was good too. Um, so Y'all know I got this djembe, right? Djembe <laughs> is so fine, okay? <laughs> but djembe is married. So when I say djembe and I be looking like, oh, I can't talk to djembe. I can just look. And I see him in the gym, I'm like, ooh, hey, how you doing? So one time um, they were helping me out like uh, with the workout or whatever, like, you know, helping me. Uh, on a bar because the bar was too heavy and I didn't want to like, you know, hurt myself. So they helped me out. And I was telling them about like, I guess they asked, you know, oh, are you dating? And oh, yeah, I'm dating somebody or I was dating somebody at the time. And um, I told them about like what happened, like how we kind of, the guy and I fell out. And he was like, you know what? There's two things you could take from this. One, God said that this person wasn't for you. You know, I almost screamed when he said that. I was like, come on, preach, pastor. You know what I'm saying? Holy glory. Yes, Jesus, you you spiritual. Just a little bit. You fang, spiritual. Ooh, yo, ooh. Praise Jesus for your wife, okay? But the other part of it, he said, was, you know, maybe that this man just saw that, you know, you were too much and he wasn't ready for what you had to offer. At that right there, I was like, Damn. Like he could have been right. You know what I'm saying? Like who am I to think? And then it was that. And then something else that happened that, um, that, uh, made me like come out my funk. I was in a deep funk. It was so unfunky that I just, oh, I couldn't. And I don't want to say it like I was depressed cause I wasn't, or I should say, I should take accountability and responsibility to just let you know that if I was depressed, I probably was depressed. Because who wants somebody to reject them like that? Especially like, you know, as women. We got, my she-go is pretty high, okay? My she-go is up there with the man's ego. And for you to say no to me or reject me, I'm like, oh, my goodness. Who art thou? (laughs) Why are you rejecting me in such a matter? Why are you not talking to me anymore? But nevertheless, when he said that, it really kind of like honed in and kind of hit home. Like, you know, maybe he just isn't the one for you. Maybe he just isn't the one or isn't ready. Or I don't know. I, I said, it, I feel like he um, knew what he wanted from jump. I held him to a higher expectation of what he could possibly bring to our situationship. But at the end of the day, the situationship wasn't what he wanted. Um, it wasn't what I really wanted. Um, and we confused lust for love a lot of the time. The other thing I did say this week too, was I've learned, especially since the last, um, since him, um, was I learned to stop exchanging my body for love. And when you say something like that, like exchanging your body for love, people automatically assume like, you know, like you, I hear hoeing and stuff. No, 
I'm not out here hoeing. I'm not out here doing any of that. But as women, we we perceive that if I show you a little boob or if I show you a little, you know, a little cheek, you know, you're going to be all into my feelings. And, we'll, and half the time, because y'all, vision, y'all men are visual, it does capture your attention, but it doesn't capture your attention as far as in your mind. And I'm learning that it's going to be real hard for anybody to get any type of cakes up out of me. Any. Reason being is because I don't, it's not, it's not worth my time, worth my space, worth my energy or anything. As a matter of fact, I actually have, let me show you this. Well, I'm not going to show you. I'm going to read it. Um, I took a, um, it was a quote that I saw online, right? Here is the quote. Okay. It says, the longer you stay celibate, the idea of someone touching you who doesn't meet your wants or needs mentally, spiritually, or physically will make you feel sick. Maybe this is the key to life. Now, there's two ways you could take this, right? So celibacy, for for those who don't know, who do know, is like basically the act of just not having any type of intercourse at all. You kind of just keep it to yourself, clink, clink, like Medea, you know what I'm saying? Just keep it locked down. Abstinence, my understanding of abstinence is basically not having sex at all, period. And that you've not, you've not, you haven't broken that, um, that covenant of being a virgin. And then you just are maintaining your abs, uh, you know, um, uh, absency up until you decide to get married or whatever the case is. That's my idea of it. If I'm wrong, don't, don't come for me. You know what I'm saying? Just know I thought that that's what it meant. Okay. This is what I, my understanding of it was from little girl to now. If you didn't have sex already, you could be celibate. If you ain't had sex yet, you abstinent. That's what I learned. If I'm wrong, whatever. And I, I'm just saying hi to all y'all who walked in. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? But that's my understanding of it. So with that little that post that I saw, um, the fact that we make sex such a physical thing and we don't ever intertwine with the spiritual and mental connection part of it, um, it's really interesting how we just separate all that just to have a quick nut. And I'm not about that life. I can't be better about that life. Like my physical exchange with someone has to also be mental, mental and spiritual. And when you're not having that mental and physical, mental and spiritual connection with somebody, it's a waste of space. I call it a waste of cooch. <laughs> Sue me. Sorry if you didn't like the way I said that, but literally it is. It's a waste of cooch. It's wa- I'm wasting it. I'm wasting it on somebody who don't deserve it. And I refuse to do that. And I really love that whole post because of the fact that I'm wasting my exchange of physical um, action to for somebody who don't even really deserve it. So if you don't know, celibacy is where it's at. It's been great. You can please your own self, see how you want to do that in that instance. But I personally don't... Um, uh, I, I find the gym is my, uh, I, I should say my, that my, um, 
re- replacement for anything physical because it's a physical exertion, uh, uh, ex- exertion of energy and sweat. And it's basically sex in the gym. It's, it's it's in the air. You working out, you pumping iron. That's you having sex with like the air, <laughs> and not in a physical sense, but like literally in the whole sense of um, just the whole your body exhausting itself so you don't feel like having sex at all. And that's how I keep myself sane. Um, but yeah, and I went all the way off track, but literally the whole insecure episode um, talks about all of that. Molly is one of the characters who does this whole exchange of physical for a sense of love. Um, she is talking to somebody who is married and in the show, because she's talking to this person who's married, um, she's exchanging her body for a sense of belonging with this man. Now, y'all know that this man ain't gonna leave his wife. Like, he not. And then she finds out that he's getting about to have a baby. Uh, I can't wait to season four. I want to know how this is going to play out, baby. How is this going to play out? How? Is she going to still talk to him? Because legit, she, at the last, the last episode of, I think this past season, no, no, it was the season before, that she like met him at her door and, you know, she had a little lingering on. First off, if you don't know the whole character who does, the person who plays Molly in the show, her name is Yvonne Orgy. And Yvonne Orgy is actually 100% a virgin. So it's just interesting how she let her little alter ego out, like, come get me. Whipping her hair. She better, girl. Anyways. But I don't want to take up too much time on this episode this time. Mostly because, like I said, um, I've been going through my own little things. Um, I'm running off of no sleep right now. Because <laughs> I didn't go to bed till like 3.30 in the morning last night. <laughs> and then I had to be at work at 7. If you knew how quick I got up to get ready for work this morning. Baby. I was up and ready and out the door so quickly. So I'm not taking too long on this episode. I'm going to cut this episode way shorter than what I wanted to and finish editing it and finishing. I didn't even say that right. And finish putting it together by tomorrow night. Um, but if you have any other like insecure like comments and feedback, please share it because I want to know what you guys feel about insecure not just the show but also in like insecure people like how do you deal with insecure people do you help them and realize that you know you probably are a little insecure about something um maybe you should seek help or do you talk about them um and I feel like talking about somebody is not going to help anything the situation you're just making you're just feeding poison back into the world and making it so that you are a uh, human being who has no, um, what do you call it? No um, empathy for any human, other human being in the world. And you need to show some type of like due diligence to making, uh, make other people understand certain things. Like it's simple to just tell somebody, Hey, by the way, this does not mean this, this, and this, or this shouldn't be this, or don't let this define you. Be a servant to your fellow brother and sister in the world. We all humans. We all going li- to come and live in this world and die in this world the same way we were put on this earth. Okay? So, I'm not- You can follow me on all social media at Steffi Breezy on Instagram and Facebook. 
That's S-T-E-P-H-I-E-B-R-E-E-Z-Y. The podcast page on Instagram at Conversations with Breezy. You can also email any questions that can be shared via our live episodes at conversationswithbreezy at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and chat with you soon.